yeah, dude, I'm in love with this alien. Picked them up at the store, right? So it was literally the opening of Spirit Halloween. Mm -hmm. So I show up. I'm looking around. I'm like, I gotta buy something, dude. It's the fucking opening of Spirit Halloween. Like this is this is akin to Christmas Eve to me. Like I love Spirit Halloween, but like I don't love it as much as I love Halloween. So I'm looking around. I'm like, I gotta pick up something. I was gonna pick up like a sign that was like a metal sign that had like welcome to the carnival and shit i was like oh that's pretty rad because it didn't have a zombie on it and basically i'm down for anything that doesn't have a fucking zombie on it yeah so i had like a spooky, plenty of that i had like a spooky clown on it so i was like ah, i could pick that up but for the same price i could pick up like an alien skeleton that i can then do shit with so i was like dude i'm getting a new best friend today so i picked up an alien skeleton and now i have anna who's just hanging out like he's cute as shit He's a cute little alien. Skeleton. It really is. So yeah, it's a I'm, cute little thing. I'm super hyped about it. But uh, okay, we're Navi Tales. Yes, I'm Josh. I'm Nick. Uh, I also may or may not be getting over a cold. By may or may not, I mean I think most of this week I've been legally dead, or at least comatose. So like I slept like 16 hours yesterday. It was awful, awful, awful. So if I sound congested or my voice starts to get hoarse. Excuse me, I just am getting over some shit. Uh, and to continue with me being sick, uh, we, by we, I mean me, because I feel like it was my responsibility because I chose the topic, didn't do any research for the topic today. So Nick and I talked and we decided that rather than doing a episode on lore and half-assing it, we decided we'd talk about some other shit today. Do a little bit of a... Touch base. I haven't talked to Nick since last week, really. And shit's gone on in the world of video games and media beyond. So, yeah, we thought we'd talk. And one of the first things I think that we should definitely talk about is the fact that we now have a social media presence. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We did things. Yeah, that's what we actually spent the la like last week. Rather than recording a podcast, we got more equipment. So our setup is actually, like... Somewhat nice. Workable. Yeah. And, uh... We also decided to start our social media accounts for this podcast. So if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, check us out at Navi underscore tails. That's Navi underscore tails. Not one word. There's an underscore in between. Yeah. So check us out on that on Twitter and Instagram. We'll be posting periodically updates, fun pictures of Nick and I having fun without you. We will we'll be we'll we'll touch base with us there. DM us. Tell us how cute we are even though you've never seen our faces. Yeah. I think it'll be a great time. But yeah, absolutely check us out on that. Uh, and tell your friends. Tell yes. your friends about us. Please tell your friends. That'd be cool, because it'd be cool to do this. If they like video games, tell them. Yeah, it'd be cool to get like a crowd going with this, so it's not just Nick and I talking to mics. But uh, yeah, so rather than doing lore today like we do every episode, we decided that we should talk about some shit. So Nick and I were like looking up shit and talking about what we could do, and we, we're going to just shoot the shit for a bit, which I think I think will be fun. And one of the first things I want to talk about is Half-Life. Oh, yeah? Did you hear about anything that happened with Half-Life this week? No. So, did you, you didn't ever play the games, right? Not really, no. So, I've played all of them a lot. Like, multiple playthroughs of Half-Life, multiple playthroughs of all the Half-Life 2s, and have been patiently waiting for Half-Life 3 forever. And it's been all but confirmed that Half-Life 3 has a nail in its coffin now. 
So this week, the head writer of all the Half-Life games. And I mean all the Half-Life games from the first one on. Mm-hmm. Came out with what his story for Half-Life 3 would be. Mm-hmm. As like a... It was like a document on his blog. So... Valve's usually pretty tight-lipped about when it comes to story. And uh, because of that, there's no reason for anyone to believe that Half-Life 3 will ever happen if the head writer's like, I might as well post this. Yeah. So, And the reason that's so disheartening is I'm about to spoil a game that came out over 10 years ago for you. Half-Life 2 Part 2 ended on a cliffhanger with a very... I really think you should play these games. They're timeless. But um, with a very important character to the story getting killed. Mm. And then nothing ever. So Half-Life 3 picks up with that or the the story for Half-Life 3. And and I think the internet's been mourning since that happened. I know I have. (laughs) Because I've I've been patiently... Like, Valve, I know, doesn't need to make video games anymore because they have Steam. Yeah. But, I mean, they've announced that they're coming out with Left 4 Dead 3. Awesome. Cool. They're still updating Team Fortress 2. Awesome. Cool. So, like, I had my hopes that, like, they'd use their, like, a prettier version of their engine, come up with a new engine somehow. To make Half-Life 3, they just finally have that last part of the story, that last installment there. But I really am convinced now that it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I saw one of the one of the posts on Reddit was... Half-Life, well, it was someone's desktop. Half-Life 1, Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Part 1, Half-Life 2 Part 2, and the PDF for Half-Life 3. Oh, it's, I think I saw that. It's just, it's sad. And and you really should play those games if you haven't. Yeah, I've always meant to. I just never got around to doing it. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point, if it was to come out, I feel like it's been put on such a goddamn high pedestal because, like, freaking beam that goes with it that it'd be it'd be like duke nukem forever yeah and first have you ever seen my duke nukem forever i know i've told you about it but it's in my bedroom and most people don't go in my bedroom it's the i own the the collector's edition of duke nukem forever and it is like one of my prized possessions (laughs) it's like just a bunch of useless crap and then a bust of duke himself it's fantastic. And actually, like, I'll be the first. I've, I've bought that game twice. I own it for Xbox 360, and I owned it on my Steam account. I can't get into it anymore because I forgot the password. But I, which sounds like me, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, actually. But I I think that that game was never bad. I think it was bad in comparison to games because of the limbo it was in and everything it was dealt. It really wasn't a bad game. It played actually, like, a shittier version of Doom 2016. Which is like... I don't think... Doom 2016 wasn't a bad game. No one, no one has said Doom 2016 is a bad game. No. But what we expected from Duke Nukem Forever wasn't what Duke Nukem Forever was. Like, I expect, I expected, like, perversion in shitty potty jokes, which is exactly what I got. Yeah. I wasn't let down with what I got from Duke Nukem Forever. There were parts of it where I was like, that's a shitty gameplay mechanic. I don't think it's the greatest game, but like I'd say it's a six out of ten. It didn't deserve the hate that it got. Yeah. And I don't regret owning the collector's edition because I have a bust of Duke fucking Nukem. What isn't cool about that? Yeah. Uh yeah, I think that's just like how the internet works in general. It's either it's either good or it's bad. There's like no in between. Like I, no... it's reviewers. I, I It's it's the same thing with movies, it's the same thing with any other thing. Yeah, I, 
I think that like it comes down to I just have an issue with people who review things now. Yeah. Like I'm just that cynical. It's awful. It really is a problem in my life because I just like I don't want to see professional reviewers anymore. I don't because I think that most of the time it's jaded or hypocritical or a fucking lie. <laughs> and I think that I'm much more comfortable with user reviews than those reviews. Right. But like cold user reviews. So like reading an hour of user reviews. No, oh, yeah, not just a couple. Like I'm not just reading the best and the worst. I'm like reading a bunch of them when it's something I legitimately care about. It's like the only type kind of reviews that I'll like. It's it's real shitty that I feel like I can't get a good review nowadays. No, I agree. I'll do that a lot when I'm like on the fence of a game. I'll try and like look up. I'll what I'll do sometimes is I'll go on YouTube and I'll type in like whatever game it is and then review and I'll always never click on like IGN GameSpot <laughs> yeah. any of that I'll, like even if IGN it's, review even if it's like a YouTuber I've never seen but like if I know it's just like a general guy just sitting down somewhere just talking about the game and it's not from like this big company I'll like watch his video or her video and somebody else and just do a couple of those and then like go look at written user reviews and stuff like that. I mean, what I love is I love when Dunky does his dunk views, the YouTuber yeah, Dunky. Same. His dunk views are usually entertaining at the very least. I don't always agree with what he has to say. I don't agree with his preferences, but at the end of the day, he has preferences. Yeah. And I need to be aware of that, which is why he's not the only reviewer I go to. But hey, while he has preferences, he are, he has a whole video on YouTube reviewers Yeah. and why he reviews things. It's this Crash Bandicoot uh, what is the, the the remastered one? Yeah, where it's just like him talking about reviewers and how they fucking suck, and he's like, "I may not be the best, but I'm out here trying, and at least yeah. that's do that's better than what they're doing." Yeah, which I I agree with. So I think that it's important to keep a a look at all these reviews, because like, and a lot of things, a lot of things that I like suck. I I guess that's the best way to put it. I like shitty movies and shitty games. Like, I, I like that. I, I like when people give a shit and it still sucks. Mm. I respect the fuck out of that. So, one of my favorite movies of all time that I've never seen is a movie called Who Killed Captain Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will talk about this movie all day. This is one of my favorites. I know you know about it, but I'm going to just reiterate it real quick. Yep. It's by someone who lives in Uganda. It's called Bacollywood. No, Wakollywood. Yeah. Which is, you know how there's Hollywood, and then there's Bollywood, now there's Wakollywood, where this guy in Uganda for like 200 bucks, and on a k- fucking shitty camera, and on a computer that he built himself from garbage, decided to make an action movie. And let me tell you, it is a steaming pile of garbage. It is a shitty fucking movie. Absolutely. But... He had the heart and the desire and the passion to make this project. And while it may be a steaming pile of garbage, I will always, always give my money to people who have passion. Right. Because that's the difference between, like, there's plenty of movies out there that are steaming piles of shit. (coughs) Side Squad. (laughs) That have, like, no passion or, like, heart to them. But, like, you watch this movie... And it's got so much passion and heart that they loved every second of making this movie and they cared about it. And, like, they knew it wasn't going to be the greatest thing in the world, but it's something they wanted to do. And you can just see that. It's entertainment value in just that itself. 
that and they have DJs in their movies in Uganda, apparently. It's a whole fucking thing. And I need to own... First off, we need to... I'll pick up a copy of this movie just because I want to give them my money. But I think we should definitely watch this together. Oh, I agree. Fun. But all I remember is from the review, the, the review we watched of it, when there's the birds on the screen and the guy yells, Dinosaurs! I was so sold on this. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. But yeah, no, it's it's so like... It's done with heart and that's what matters to me. Even the shirts that they have on the thing... You get like a note with it saying that like to the best of our ability we printed all these in our village in Uganda. Like excuse us if there's any stray paint marks or anything. It's just yeah. kind of how the printing process goes here. Yeah, yeah. That's just so cute. Like yeah. it's so adorable. <laughs> I love when people care about things. I really do. It's like in a world where all 90% of the media I consume is just heartless soul-sucking grind. That it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, and then there's this guy out here in Uganda making a fucking movie and not even having clean water. Like, the movie, in the movie, the water isn't clean. It's, like, old paint water from the room they just painted. Yeah. It's just, like, you're making this movie with so much heart and passion. I'm so sold on that. Like, I've always been sold on that kind of shit. So, even, like... I love bad movies. I grew up with watching bad horror movies with my dad and bad sci-fi movies with my mom. Like, it's always just been a thing in our household. I'm trying to... My brother right now is studying in L.A. He's studying at a film school in L.A., which, awesome. Like, he's going to be... Uh, he Someday, he's going to edit great movies because he's a very, very talented editor. He actually just started a studio. It's his professional YouTube account, mm-hmm. which is rad. I'll, I'll plug it in, like, a minute. But uh, <laughs> they... Uh, so I was looking at the... I went to L.A. with him, which is part of the reason I have a fucking cold. Uh, and because I've been traveling for what feels like forever. Like, this is the first weekend that I'm not traveling, and now I'm going up to fucking Massachusetts. So while I was looking at the thing, I was looking at the library of movies that they have. And I was saying, Daniel, do you think I should donate my copy of Food Fight? Do you think they'd want that? And he's <laughs> like, no, what the fuck, Josh? <laughs> Anyway, my brother, my brother's professional YouTube account now is Creta Studios, C-R-E-T-A. Creta apparently is Latin for clay, huh. which I was like, because he sent me that. I was like, the fuck is a Creta? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, he's going to be making things on there. I'll, I'll send you a link of like his stuff because I'm hoping that I'll be able to put some cool shit on there. This yeah, year. yeah. I'll definitely check it out. He's got, like, an internship at some editing studio in Los Angeles. Like, good for you, kid. Yeah. Like, I'm so fucking proud of him. Like, it's so cool that he's chasing this passion of his all the way to Los Angeles. Let me tell you some things about L.A. real quick. Hot as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the food there's great. <laughs> like, and, like, I ate, like, Del Taco, which is, like, Taco Bell, but there. It was pretty solid. <laughs> but over there. Yeah, it was pretty solid. And then, like, they don't have Irish beer ever. So I was drinking Spanish beer the entire time. Or Mexican beer. Good. Because beer matters to me in this whole situation. I drink constantly. It's a problem in my life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. So uh, I had a, a couple other things that we could talk about. One of the things I wanted to talk about was at the date of this recording, Destiny 2 is a week away. And Bungie just released their live-action trailer. Bungie, around this time, every time they have a game coming out, 
releases a live action trailer. They did it for Taken King. They did it for Rise of Iron. They did it for Destiny Proper. They did it for Halo Reach. And the best one I think they ever did was for Halo ODST. Which, first off, was the best fucking Halo game. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I know people say 3. I know people say Reach. But on a story level, Halo ODST was the best because you didn't play as a Spartan. So you know who you, you, you've never played a Halo game really, right? Yeah. So you know in in Destiny what you play as? Yes. You're basically playing as one of those in Halo. Mm-hmm. But there's only one. And okay. it's you. Except for ODST, where you play... Not as a super soldier, but as like a soldier. You're you're the best of the best soldiers, but you're still just a soldier. Mm-hmm. And it like it's really humanizing of like the war that's going on in during Halo that you're never paying attention to because you're running around being space Jesus. <laughs> so like I've always that's always been my absolute favorite Halo game. But the story trailer for that, like, was what convinced me I was going to love this game. And why? Because it was just a humanizing trailer of like a group of ODST. So o- ODST stands for Orbital, Dro- Orbital Drop Shock Trooper. Basically, ODSTs, they're called Hell Jumpers. They go into this cabin-like thing, this pod, and then they're shot down from space onto the Earth. And then they open up from the pod and then they just go in shooting. That's dope. Yeah, they are the... It's metal shit. They are the, like... Super soldiers that are just regular soldiers. Like, they in Halo, the Master Chief, the main character, is a Spartan. Mm. You are genetically engineered to become a Spartan, like from youth mm. or cloned or whatever. Like, you can't just become a Spartan. Not until later in the franchise, and no one gives a fuck about Halo 5. Hi. <laughs> but in, uh, an ODST is like a Navy SEAL. You can train to become a Navy SEAL. Okay. You can train to become an orbital orbital drop shock trooper. It's a thing you can do, and it is great to see the dynamic between all the all of them. I've, I'm such a big fan of ODST. It's such a cool game, and it just I don't think got the love that I wish it did. It also had a game mode that was uh, against endless rounds of troopers, and I love games where you just fight endless rounds and rounds and rounds of shit. So, yeah, I've I've always been a big fan of that, and I'll show you that trailer later, but the Destiny 2 live-action trailer was to a Beastie Boys song. Of course it was. I hate the Beastie Boys. I, I, don't, I don't really care for them. They just, like, there's... And it's an unpopular opinion, but there's nothing in the Beastie Boys for me. There's nothing. Nick, what kind of music you listen to? I don't think it's a thing we've ever talked about, but Nick and I listen to a lot, a lot of music, and it's a very similar, but we'll do entire things just to go see certain music or go listen to certain music. So Nick, what do you listen to? My watch just fall off. Oh no. Um I don't know how to categorize it to be honest. Same bands. I love Avenged set it off uh against the current against the current. Against the Have you listened to them? No. I love against the current. I found them because they toured with Set It Off. Oh, that's fair. Um I, I mean, they sort of set it off. I like set it off, so it'd be cool great. to see. Um, trying to think, freaking what else you put me on the spot here? Fallout Boy, Fallout Boy, Panic. Panic. I, don't, I feel like I range from like, like you can just shuffle my iPod and be like, there'd be like the heaviest shit, like some heavy ass, 
metal band, a data not that a data member is super heavy, but I, that just popped in my head as a band I was too. Um, like the super heavy thing, and then you'll like hit shuffle, and it'll go to like Fall Boy, and then it'll shuffle, and then like some Green Day, and some Blink, and it'll shuffle, and then it's like here's some acapella because I secretly love acapella music. Dude, that's not a secret. We all know you love acapella music. <laughs> no, it's a secret. <laughs> Like, we've always known you love acapella music. I love acapella music. Did you ever hear Va- uh, Van Canto? I absolutely have both Pitch Perfect <laughs> albums on my iPod. That's fucking awesome. You ever hear Van Canto? No. They're a power metal acapella van- band. Dude, I gotta show you That's them dope. later. They That's do dope. fucking, like, covers of Metallica and shit. That's they're f- an acapella band. That's fantastic. Yeah, I gotta show you them later. I found them in colors. They're pretty rad. But... And then uh, me, I'm a little bit more different than yours. Well, my favorite band band is Say Anything. Like, till the day I die, I will love the band Say Anything. And I don't know why, but I just <laughs> do. Uh, and I've been listening. But as much as I love Say Anything, and I love Panic, and I love Fall Out Boy. Not like you do, but I re- do really enjoy them. But I'm much more into hip-hop than you are. Yeah, like, that's definitely true. Hip hop and rap and all that. I love that shit. Like right now, Post Malone is my shit. <laughs> like I'm super into Post Malone. I was just listening to Logic's new song. Like I really like, I really like hip hop. And and it's always really strange when you, especially when like you used to look at me. So picture this: I'm six feet tall, two mm. hundred something pounds. And up until December of 2016, I had a ponytail halfway down to my back. Like I had very very long hair. I look like a metalhead, and I always have. But I was always bumping hip-hop. It's just a thing. I didn't like haircuts, so I didn't cut my hair. And I do like metal. Like, one of my dreams is to go see Metallica live and shit. Same. But, like, hip-hop's... It's like... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, hip-hop's just, like, my shit. And, and like, I think it's because growing up, one of of my good friends growing up was really into hip-hop. So, like, he got me hooked on, like, shit that I could jam to, and it just kind of evolved from there to, like... And most hip-hop I listen to isn't, like, the the thrashy hip-hop. Like, the, ooh, let's get pumped hip-hop. It's, like, let's just sit down and relax. That's why I liked uh, Chance the Rapper's album. Coloring Book is just really, really relaxing. Like, uh, I like Kendrick Lamar for the same reason. Kendrick's really relaxing. His new album, though, you could get fucking pumped, dude. DNA, like, that song pumps me the fuck up. But, yeah, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying that, like, I've seen a lot of bands. I actually have, like, a list of, like, every band I've seen. And it's pretty accurate. I don't think there's like a couple I missed. Even if I have no idea, I've never listened to the band other than just seeing them because they were there. That's happening. Like I've man. gone, I've gone to like a shit ton of like huge festivals. I only care usually about the headliners, maybe one other, two other bands. So there's a bunch of bands I don't care about, but you see them anyways, so they're on that list. But like, there's like a handful of bands that I haven't seen, and it's like Metallica, My Chem. And Lincoln Park. Good luck seeing two of those. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the funny thing. Lincoln Park was supposed to come here. I, did I tell you this? I think so. Keep going though. Yeah, uh, Lincoln Park was supposed to come here. And my mom knew somebody from work who was going, but they couldn't go, so they had tickets. So my mom got tickets, and she was like, do you want to go? And I was like, fuck yeah. So <laughs> the day they were re- that everybody on the internet was and they released everything about Chester killing himself was the day my mom told me that I had tickets to go see Lincoln Park sorry so there's that I'm sorry and uh, my cam's not a thing currently I'm still hoping they'll come back I'm sure they will I think they'll come back they'll pull a blink and they'll they'll pull a blink yeah they'll or a system of a down 
they'll just relive my my childhood fantasy of my emo my emo days. Yeah, Had it's to... just like I just need to just mark it off the list. Yeah, and I I mean I'd love to go see my cam because like I'm not I'm not one of those like exclusive hip hop people. It's just my preference. Yeah, like I'll there's a lot of bands I like because I grew up on that, but as I aged in life, I just got really into hip hop and I just kind of stayed listening to hip hop. It's always just been a thing. But yeah, so I think that that gives a little insight. We got Nick, who looks like the kind of music he listens to, and then my chubby white ass who listens to <laughs> fucking hip hop. But yeah, so that's that. Uh, and then I don't know what's your favorite movie. Let's talk about things that aren't video games. Once, what's your favorite movie, Nick? I, I don't even. I mean, I have a favorite movie. I don't know if I could pick. What's your top ten? Give me a, give me your top five. You have to come back to me. Let me think. Why do you say I'll, yours? I'll go. Let me I'll think. Go, I'll go. So my favorite movie of all time is Beauty and the Beast, and I actually have a giant Beauty and the Beast tattoo on my left arm. It's like a stained glass beast. I got it when I was, I don't know, 22? I don't know, fucking... Yeah, it must have been 22. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, it's like a big... I love it. It's it's so pretty, and everyone... I always get compliments on it. The ladies love it. It's really nice. So Beauty and the Beast has always been one of my favorite movies. It was the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Halloween... The original John Carpenter 1978 Halloween was probably the most life-changing movie to me, or life-impacting movie. It gave me my love for horror. So I'd put Halloween up there. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> Those are the only two movies I've ever seen. Um, I don't know, like Drunken Master maybe, because my dad made me watch that, and it was a great kung fu movie. Uh, and kung fu movies are still like a low-key love of mine. I don't talk about them super often, <laughs> but I still love them. There's just there's so many good movies. I I feel like it's just hard to like be like what's your favorite. I just be like what like I just have a lot of movies I love. Like yeah, you want to go Disney? Like I loved Toy Story as a kid. Toy Story is I pretty mean, rad. Are you hyped just, about that level in Kingdom Hearts? I'm super hyped about that level in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I'm iffy on that because it's the first time we're getting a Pixar thing rather than a Disney thing in Kingdom Hearts. Right, but I mean it fits super well. I've it, it fits. Don't get me wrong. It's if, just iffy. There's, like, I get with, like, the whole, like, it should stay just traditional Disney, not Disney Pixar. But, like, I've always said that they should do Toy Story, and they showed it off, and I was like, this fits perfectly. Like, I'm in. And they even made, like, toy versions of Sora, yeah. like Donald and Goofy, and it looks really yeah, nice. Yeah, I was like, it, yeah, I've always said that. Like, just make them toys. Like, they always change depending on the world. Always fits. Just don't, just don't bring them to cars. I don't want to run around as a car. <laughs> Okay, I just I just don't. I don't think I don't think anyone liked cars, so don't feel bad. I uh, in in high school I had to do a senior project, so I, I gave a couple speeches on Disney movies, or on Pixar movies specifically. Mm. And uh, one of them was on Cars, and I was so unprepared because I'd never seen the movie. <laughs> it was just not a good movie. Good, it's not. It's it's considered one of the lowest ones. It's right up there with Planes. I don't think that is that even Pixar. I think so. I think Planes I was Pixar. I don't think so. <laughs> you can look I it up. Feel like it's I'm not. Pretty sure Planes was like a direct to video Pixar movie starring Dane Cook. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I feel like I dreamed this, but yeah, it was not. It wasn't a good movie. It wasn't an up. Let me tell you that. Uh, it's just Disney. Is it Disney? Yeah, it's just straight Disney. It's not Pixar. This motherfucker. Oh god, the cricket's back. I'm not killing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Again? I killed the last one. Oh. Apologies if a cricket appears on the audio. It's not because we're boring. It's because we're boring. It is. It's actually the audience. But yeah, like, I, like I grew when I was growing up, I was super into Star Wars. Super, super into Star Wars. 
I watched and the movies. And then you watched the prequels. As a kid, I, I watched the prequels a lot. The prequels were made for us. I watched the prequels a lot as a kid. Now, as I'm older, I can see that I can see the flaws, but I watched the hell out of all six movies when I was when I was growing up, and I had like a bunch of books that I read. I was looking stuff up. I knew random ass facts. I had like Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, and I kicked everybody's ass in it because nobody knew anything about <laughs> yeah, Star Wars except right. me. I I got a pretty good Star Wars knowledge. I bet you you could beat me, but I got a solid Star Wars knowledge, and I, I'm pretty good at Star Wars trivia. But I think you could probably beat me. Maybe it's it's been a while, so I might be a little fuzzy. And I I, I know a lot of like extended lore shit that no one gives a fuck about. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, especially the first one. Black Pearl was good. <laughs> I love. Look, I get that the other ones aren't good, <laughs> but like Davy Jones looks like it's, a Thulu. It's like one of those franchises that's like, what do you call it? Um, I don't know. Like a, it's guilty a guilt- pleasure. Yeah, I was there about it to say is. It's a guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure. But the first one was like it's like one of my favorite movies. Uh, yeah, Black Pearl's pretty flawless. I, I think as a movie, it hits every point that you want in a movie. So I think that Black Pearl's fairly flawless as a movie. But I just couldn't get behind the rest of them, and like I didn't even see the last two, and I'm okay with that. It's I'm fine. Like I'm out. Johnny Depp's I think losing his fucking mind. Yeah. So he might be. I honestly think that he's going fucking crazy. He like by the the last movie, he didn't even memorize his lines. He had an earpiece on him the entire time. Like he's that's what they said. He's losing his goddamn mind, and, yeah. and it's fun to watch this man go crazy. But <laughs> I just don't need to see him in my movies go crazy. I'm also a huge Kevin Smith fan. Uh, just because I like shitty indie movies, and like. Even I even like Yoga Hosers, and that was a shitty, shitty indie. I movie. actually need to watch his movies because I love him as a person, and like I've I listen to like a lot of his podcasts and stuff. He's a talented podcaster, and I, and I think that that is He's, his calling in life. He is just one of those people that you can just sit there and listen to him talk for hours on end about literally anything, and I will sit there and listen. Which is why it's great that the character that he plays in his movies is called Silent Bob. Yeah. Let's just talk about that. Yeah. He has one line in every movie that he does, and it's actually always, like, the first movie he ever did was Clerks, which I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. and it's a phenomenal movie. I actually own a hyper special edition of Clerks. Like, it is, you can't get it anymore. It's like a super rare edition that I bought online. And uh, it's, I, I'll just rewatch that movie every now and then. Like, when I'm having a bad day, I'll rewatch Clerks and just really quotable. Like, I love the line that Silent Bob says at the end, which I'm not even going to tell you if you haven't seen Clerks. <laughs> you really should see Clerks. No, I really need to. But yeah, and like, I own it on DVD, and you can watch it on DVD in a Blu ray player, and it'll be fine because the quality is so fucking low because it was filmed on an old black and white camera because <laughs> he was fil- what, what, what it was doing was he was f- working in the convenience store that the movie is set in during the day yep. and filming there at night so like he was just like he paid two thousand dollars to rent that camera like it is like the definition of an indie film and it's a great comedy i'm really looking forward to clerks three because i was one of the few people who liked clerks two and uh, I really, I'm really looking forward to Clerks 3. Uh, he also made a movie that I really like called Dogma, which is just a really funny movie that parodies religion. It's really, really great. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is okay. Cop Out Sucked Dick. <laughs> Zack and Mary Make a Porno is great. Um, 
They used to have this whole catalog memorized. Tusk was, I like Tusk a lot, but Rotten Tomatoes didn't. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, I think that you should definitely watch some Kevin Smith flicks. I've also, you know, he's got the that show Comic Book Man. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to that. Yeah, you told comic me that. Shop. Yeah, I was texting you from there. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I met some of the guys who who are on that show. But I someday I want to meet Kevin Smith. That's one of my goals in life. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that'd be cool. I also plan on buying one of the hockey jerseys off his website because now he sells hockey jerseys because mm-hmm. all he fucking wears. And right. I love wearing hockey jerseys. I own a couple myself. Like I own a Bruins jersey because I'm a big Bruins fan. And I own like a Cthulhu hockey jersey. I want to buy one of Kevin Smith's ones just to have. Yeah. Like they got cool. one that's got like a videotape that says clerks on it. And I was just like, oh, that's pretty rad. That's dope. Yeah. They're just not cheap. It's like 200 bucks. Yeah. But Think Geek just released a Breath of the Wild clothing line. What? Yeah, I'll, I'll show it to you after. It's I'll pretty. run around his link. It's pretty. It's real pretty. Like they have a sweater that looks just like the blue tunic. Oh my god! It's really cool. But before we get any more off topic, considering this entire podcast is off topic, yes, uh, I want to talk about. Going to name it derailed the podcast. Derailed the podcast. I want to talk about why we're in a game rut. Yeah. So Nick and I, for the last probably month. I've just been more, if not more, yeah. Have just been in a solid video game rut. Like Nick and I play a lot of video games. I think that that could be gathered. Yes. From the fact that this is a podcast all about two guys obsessing over the story in video games, so we play a lot of them. But for the past month, I both of us have just felt like we've had nothing to play. Like we're going back and. Backlog, like I bought the Darksiders collection because it was on sale. So I'm playing Darksiders for the first time, and I just don't give a shit about this game. Like, I want to beat the first one so I can play the second one because you play as war in the first one, you play as death in the second one. Mm. But as I'm playing it, I'm like, God, this is edgy as shit. <laughs> like, this is, I would have loved this when I was 15, but I fucking don't want to play this. And then, like, I've just obsessively been playing Injustice 2, but like. That's not a new game to me. No, it's I've not. Just been play, I've just obsessively been playing Injustice 2 since it was released. But real quick on the topic of Injustice 2, I'm going to derail us for a moment. They announced this week. Oh, here it is. The next pack, right? So I watched the next pack trailer. And it shows, it begins with Bryden, who I knew was going to be in there. Because you can see that right now. Can you, see his hat. If you boot up Injustice and you look at the character screen, you can see the silhouette of all the upcoming DLC players. So there was a couple that we knew were going to come just based on the silhouette. Raiden was one of them. So we saw Raiden. I was like, all right, we're getting Raiden with this one. That's cool. Raiden from Mortal Kombat is who I'm talking about. The big hat and the electric powers. I'm like, cool. It's a replacement for Shazam from Injustice 1. Perfect. That's what I want because I loved Shazam and Injustice 1. And then they show Raiden fighting all last... DLC packed characters. Cool, awesome. Then Black Manta comes. Fuck some shit up. Shoots rockets at Raiden. Cool as shit. We knew Black Manta was going to be in there because he's got a very distinct head. Yeah. But Black Manta's always really cool to me. He's, uh, it's just great to have him filling for Aquaman. He's going to be from, they just released a gameplay of him. He could free fly, which is really weird for a fighting game, in my opinion. Like, he, he's got a jetpack and he could just float around. Hmm. Like, I was just like, Weird, but okay. Let's roll it. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> like I'll, I'll give it a try. But then a rocket shoots past. Two rockets shoot past Ryan. One of them hits a thing, and then you just see the right-handed Doom catch the fucking rocket and Hellboy light a cigarette. 
And I don't think you understand how I, it was the first time on record I have orgasmed unassisted. Like I saw that and it was instant. Like I'm, I've always been such a big fan of Hellboy. Like I, I've the, for my first introduction to them was the movies when I was a kid. My dad showed them to me. Like he made me go to the movies with them. I remember seeing Hellboy 2 in theaters. This was my worst experience watching a movie ever. What's that? So we go to the 11 a.m. showing. Oh, God. Which is fine. Uh-huh. I was fine with that. Mom and dad wanted to go see another movie. Daniel and I were like, we're going to go see fucking Hellboy 2. <laughs> <laughs> and we were so excited to go see Hellboy 2 because my brother was really into him, too. Mm-hmm. So we go in there and we sit down. And we're hyped. And like, I'm not, I don't even know when this movie came out, but we were like... We weren't old. Like, we, were, we weren't, we were like, older, older. We were younger. We were hyped as shit. <laughs> like, mom and dad are gone. We're going to do whatever we want in this movie theater. We're going to watch Hellboy 2. We're going to eat a large popcorn because mom and dad are gone. So we're watching this movie, and then this nerdy fucking guy sits behind us. Cool, with his friend. Whatever. I don't give a shit. It's, it's basically that in the theater because it's 11 a.m. in a movie theater. Who the yeah. fuck goes there other than our crazy ass? So we're watching the movie. And right before lines are happening... The guy behind us keeps saying them and keeps spoiling things right before they happen. So there's a scene in Hellboy 2 where these, like, fairies come out of nowhere. And they're like, oh, cool, what the fuck are these? And then he goes, oh, look, the tooth fairies are here now. The guy had obviously watched the movie before us and was just fucking spoiling things right before that. Dude, I am so triggered by this right now. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Like, he was, ah, I was so mad. Daniel got up and yelled at him. He was like, shut up! Like, imagine my brother, who was probably eight years old at the time, telling this grown man to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, how do you just do that? You just go I don't know. The guy was... Uh, there's just no other word for him other than a cunt. Like, there's really no other way to describe it. It was one of my worst movie-watching experiences of all time. Yeah. But the movie was so fucking good. <laughs> so anyway, they announced Hellboy is going to be an injustice, and I have a new main. I don't even care how he plays. I will change how I play that game to play as Hellboy. <laughs> And Green Lantern's in that game. I don't give a shit. I'm just going to be better at Hellboy. So cool to me. Yeah, I was. Th- I thought that was cool that they that they put that character in. But anyway, to bring us back to what we were talking about, we're talking about game rods. Yes. And uh, I don't even know what you've been playing. You've been playing Overwatch pretty much, just that, and Titanfall and Brozone. I mean, oh, I gotta call recently I've been playing Sonic Mania and uh, Mario and Rabbids. Oh, yeah. How's Mario and Rabbids? I, I actually... Uh, super, super enjoying it. Oh, are you? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, uh, it's pretty much, uh, it's like exploring and then, you, but you, you walk around, explore, you do puzzles, which aren't super hard, but they get you more coins to buy weapons or more weapons that you can buy or more, uh, orbs for your skill tree. And then you pick up different characters along the way. And then the main game is... Obviously, like XCOM, Fire Emblem ish, which is, which is great. I love Fire Emblem. I liked Pokemon Conquest. Plays a lot like that, but just with guns and cover. They were never my particular kind of gameplay, but I'm glad you like it. I played. I haven't. I've played like the last couple of Fire Emblems, but I played the shit out of Pokemon Conquest when that game came out. It was super fun. But yeah, it's, the game's pretty fun. But yeah, just and for the most part, for the last month, we just haven't really had anything to play. Overwatch, we played Overwatch together and Titanfall together, but like that wasn't any different. We're talking about like something to like play, something to like 
dig our teeth into, you know? Yeah. And Overwatch and Titanfall just weren't that. They were what we played with our friends. And then Injustice, like, for me, there wasn't, there's not a whole lot of meat left on that bone. Yeah. Like, I've done pretty much everything you could do in that game, and I'm just trying to unlock better gear for my characters, which is fine and fun and great, but, like, there's only so much of that you can do, and it just feels to me that there's been nothing coming out, and what that is is, it's because, and, and this grinds my gears to no end, developers aren't coming out with games for summer. They really aren't, and it, like, I, now it doesn't, now that we're, like, out of school and stuff like that, it doesn't have that much of a big effect, but, like, if you think about it, like, all right, you're in summer, you're out of school, you're, like, maybe, depending on what age you have, you have, like, a part-time job, but, like, mostly you have a lot of free time if you're, like, younger, still, like, not into the real world full-time job yet so you have a lot of time but like no new games come out in the summer and like all the tv shows and like stuff's just stop like outside of like blockbuster movies there really isn't that much in the summer and there's only like two media wise yeah media wise like we watched spider-man already that was solid that's spider-man meme to show you later <laughs> fantastic but, I, um, but yeah it was just like just a bunch of shit like, I've had nothing to play, and I keep trying to find things to play. Like, it's not that I'm not, like, giving a shit. I'm actively trying to find something else to play. I bought fucking Lego Worlds. I'm giving it. I'm trying. It's just, like, part of it's me. I realize that. Mm. But part of it also I, yeah. is just no new content. I also feel like when I'm in a game rut, I, I need, like, something specific to get me out. It could be some... I could pick up something new, but if it, like, isn't the right thing, it won't... I'll just be like, fuck this. Yeah, dude. I do that all the time. Where, like, I picked up Salt and Sanctuary, which I don't think is a bad game. And I'm literally in a PlayStation party talking with Nick about Salt and Sanctuary as I'm playing it for the first time. And I went... I just bought this game for 20 bucks and I'm probably never going to play it again. Yep. And I haven't picked it up since. Yep. Um, I mean, I probably could have picked up Uncharted, the new one, the Lost Lost, Lost, Lost Legacy. I don't give a shit about that. So that was my thing, too. I, well, not that I don't get All right, <laughs> you, you like the You probably should have finished. Give a shit about the probably should have let you finish that. I give a shit about the franchise. I loved the Uncharted games. Um,. I just, I, for some reason, I didn't really care about this, but I actually watched uh, somebody I follow a lot, like, review it, and it actually got me interested in it, and I was like, dope, too bad Destiny's gonna come out in, like, five days. And that's, that's the thing for me. I feel like I'll finally get out of it when I can sink my teeth into Destiny. Oh, absolutely. I just hope Destiny 2 doesn't do what Destiny 1 did, and just not have content at release. Yeah, that's <laughs> my thing, because I keep... Like, I keep remembering when we picked up Destiny and, like, how long that lasted us. Like, we played that we picked it up at like we picked it up at Black Friday. We picked it up, yeah, Black Friday. Taken King and like just came out, and we played that consistently until like about a month after Rise of Iron. Yeah, we we almost not stopped playing Destiny for a very long time. But that, but you but at the same time, I gotta remember that we picked it up at Taken King. Well, yeah, we, we didn't it pick up, it up at the beginning. We picked it up at its prime. Right. So and we're picking and Destiny Two is not coming out at its prime. At least I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't gotten my hands on it. I don't want to make vast judgments i'm really looking forward to judgment for to destiny 2 for like the story oh absolutely fucking wait for but i i just hope that there's a lot more there's content still with it i mean i don't think the raid's going to be released until a couple weeks after yeah which I'm is sure fine i'm sure be fine and like this is going to start 
Destiny 2 is going to start the point where, like, stuff comes out that I give a shit about. If, like, if I think real quick, it's, like, Destiny 2, a month later, Fractured Butthole, a week after that, there's something else, and then a month after that is Pokemon. Uh, Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey is a week after... Uh, Fractured Butthole. Fractured Butthole, and then, like, a month after odyssey is uh ultra sun ultra moon so like i have like at, once destiny comes out i have a steady stream of stuff that's but that's the problem because it's the beginning of september right that is when the I holiday had, season starts now right i had like none of that during the summer and it's like that's the that's the issue like you have nothing for like this long period of time and then everything comes out at once and you're like well, i gotta get this and i gotta get this but i'm still working on this and it starts like catching up to you and it's just like where was all this when like i had literally nothing to play. Yeah, it kills me because I'm I'm gonna be playing a fuckload of Destiny too. Like I'm already oh, absolutely. I'm already aware of that. People are like, oh, can you go do this with me on the tenth, the first weekend after Destiny two comes out? I'm like, fuck, no, I can't. I already have to work a full day that Saturday. Like yeah. it's on the schedule. I already have a full day of work that Saturday. But that Friday, I don't. I am off that Friday, dude. Fuck Thursday, it comes out Wednesday. Thursday night, your boy is going, like middle school hard like oh, wow. remember remember back when video games came out when you were like in, in middle school early high school where you'd like take the next day out mm. i'm doing that <laughs> i'm going like, i'm staying up as late as i can which is like 12 o'clock now but still <laughs> your boy is going hard yeah i'm excited um also just a quick just for you yeah. uh you were texting me and said that uh gamestop called him and said that he could pick up his copy of destiny like Tuesday night at like eight. They didn't call us. They didn't call me. I don't even know if they have my phone number. This we thing. both have our GameStop things. GameStop things. That's specific. The thing where you pre-order and you give them their phone number. Uh huh. The card. Yes. Uh huh. They have our phone number. I usually just give them my card. I don't know if my phone. Number. Oh, I think your phone number should be attached to it. Uh, they have whatever. mine. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. But, but I definitely would pick it up Tuesday night. Yeah, me too. Because we can play I fucking I can play it Tuesday night. Yeah. Like <laughs> or at least or at least load it so it's ready for Yeah, at least do the download and then I have work the next day. Because you know that's gonna take seven years. Yeah, dude. I actually I like I literally need to clear out my hard drive for that download. I, I was like looking at the specs for it. It's like not small. <laughs> I think I have like sixty space. Like I kinda wanna leave Destiny 1 and the beta on just in case like we need it to like oh, get something. Fuck, I should redownload Destiny. Just because and just in case we need it to right. uh to get our emblems. But um Oh boy. And then they can go. But yeah. Yeah, they where and then when we get it, we get the code for the exclusive exotic and the exclusive ghost. Yep. And then we got super we, special edition, so we also get that exclusive sword. We get a sword. And I'm pretty. I never used swords in Destiny One. Though. I used. I loved using swords. We we had almost exact opposite play styles. Pretty much. It was pretty impressive. Like you played a hunter, I played a warlock or a titan. Mostly towards the end, they're a warlock, which is what I'm gonna start this one with. You used swords. I blew shit up. Well, it's like you used like auto rifles and shotguns. I used scout rifles and sniper rifles. <laughs> Yeah, and I only swords. Used, I only used I used a multi tool in PvP because I liked the fact that you had radar when you scoped in. Yeah. But once you got the uh thing, the one of the Iron Banner, not Iron Banner, Lords of Iron things that yeah. made it so you had that. Yeah. 
I was just like, oh, fuck it. I don't need to use a multi-tool anymore. And I yeah. fucking didn't. Yeah. I was I was just using like a red uh, like a red death or something. Like, oh, man. Destiny. I can't wait. I'm, really I'm excited. so, I'm but, so like, excited. We're so back. excited because we, we feel like we're dehydrated with the amount of shit we've been playing. Yeah. No, I'd be excited anyways. I love Destiny. I don't know if Destiny was a good game or not, but I liked Destiny. Destiny was a good game to me. It was good enough for me. Right. And and we had, as a group, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot, a lot of people playing Destiny back in the day. Like, yeah. we, I could hop into a PlayStation party, and there'd be, like, five people in that party already. Yo, you want to raid? Yeah, I do! <laughs> yeah. Except that they were trying to do Taken King, because I didn't do Taken King till like, the end of Destiny. It was awful. Yeah, dude. I I remember it took me forever to beat Oryx because everybody I did that raid with was incompetent, and we couldn't beat Oryx. I've gotten I had gotten to Oryx so many times before I finally beat Oryx. Same. Heartburn. I literally couldn't beat Oryx. Like I had everything else done, could not beat Oryx because everybody who I was paired with was always incompetent. Outside of bro. <laughs> so but. I I beat Oryx with a couple people, and one of them was our friend Amber. Uh, who I was just talking to. She wants me to go visit her at work. She works at a sex shop now. Oh. And I'm like, I have no reason to go visit you at work. <laughs> so, um, she, uh, I, so I did it with her and you know how she is. So she's like calling the shots and everything with Oryx, but she can't do the goddamn jumping puzzles throughout the entire fucking raid. And it was the funniest thing to hear her calling the shots and then getting all mad at the jump puzzles. <laughs> she has no idea how to jump in Destiny. Yeah. She was playing like a hunter, so it ain't that hard. No, you like, literally get an extra jump. I was playing Warlock. Like, that's the hard one to do the jumping puzzles with. I feel like they changed their jump a little bit in the beta, which I'm not going to complain about. Uh, I played as a hunter, so it didn't really feel that much different to me. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to that, though. But... Yeah, we'll finally have something to play, but I just, I haven't had anything to play for like the last month. So I've only been playing Injustice. I have almost every character capped out in Injustice. <laughs> I have the Joker capped out in Injustice. Oh, God. That's all when I, you know. All I have left is Cheetah and Brainiac. <laughs> that's when you know when you max out the Joker in Injustice 2. I'm, I am, it's on the record, I feel already, how badly I hate the the fact that the Joker's an injustice. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, it's not even... I dislike his play style. He's, as a fighting character... It's two ways I look at injustice. As a fighting game fan and as a superhero fan. So, like, as a fighting game fan, I don't give a fuck that he's in that game. Mm. He doesn't bother me one way or another. No one fucking plays him. He's kind of booty. <laughs> However, as a comic book fan, the fact that he's in fucking injustice is cancer. And I'm so sick of this love of the Joker. Keeping Harley in Injustice makes sense for the story. Yeah, it does. Because Harley is like one of the most important characters in the story for Injustice. And one of the best, in my opinion. No, I agree. That depiction of Harley Quinn is my favorite depiction of Harley Quinn. But the Joker doesn't make any sense. And his hair looks like he fingered me at a preacher concert. <laughs> his hair, like when it came out... <laughs> When they announced that the Joker was going to be in it, they did like a gameplay thing. I was, I texted Nick. I was like, you got to see this. And so I sent him the picture. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was so bad. It's so bad. Like right now, my Joker's wearing a baseball cap, but like. It's so like. It's still not good. Suicide Squad was the thing. Let's put him in the game. <laughs> I remember you posting on Facebook an imaginary conversation between the designer and someone else, like, about, like, 
oh, how can we make the Joker edgier than Suicide Squad designer? Hold my beer. Yeah. Like, it's just... And then I, like, tagged the video, like, the, re- the release video. Like, this stupid emo haircut, and he's, like, not wearing a shirt with his trench coat, but he wrote ha, ha, ha on his stomach because he's the Joker, and that's funny. Like, ah, oh, heartburn, dude. So much heartburn. Like, there was characters, there's so many better characters they could have put in there. But, yeah. like, the Joker just wasted a goddamn slot. Yeah. And then they were just like, ooh, in the, like, the, sto- the game of the story, he's like, ooh, he's a hallucination in Holly Quinn's mind, so let's put him as his own character in the game. I mean, I was thinking about it the other day. So they basically did the same thing with Atrocitus. They just threw him in there to throw him in there because they needed to have every character on the roster show up in the story at some point. Right. So Atrocitus shows up for one fight with Green Lantern and then disappears and never shows up again. I wish he had, but, like, it makes sense. But guess what? Atrocitus isn't dead. Yeah, Atrocitus isn't dead. In that universe. Yeah. They literally had to, like, he's in that game because he was a hallucination. Because he's dead. Because Scarecrow gas. That map doesn't belong in that game, Joker's Funhouse. It's a garbage map. <laughs> like, it's a shit map. I'm I'm just I'm I'm just so sick of the Joker, actually, is what it comes down to. So this is comic book corner. Yes. Welcome to comic book corner. Where we're gonna talk about some comic books real quick. I am so sick of the goddamn Joker, and I'm so sick of the praise that he gets, and I'm so sick of the praise that him and Harley get. And I am kind of sick of Harley Quinn. If they would stop making her so fucking awesome, I could hate her too. But let's be honest, the Injustice version of Harley Quinn in the comics and in the game is a fucking heroine, and I love it. Yeah. I love Harley Quinn in this. Like, I, and it's just great. She's a great character with, like, actual depth. Yeah. Which is something that they didn't touch on in Suicide Squad, the movie. But, like, she's a character with depth. Like, one of my favorite things is... It's her, if you beat her multiverse event, you get her at the end of her story. And they talk about how, like, she had a kid with the Joker and, like, gave the kid up, her daughter up. And in the story, they talk about how Green Arrow and Black Canary adopted Harley Quinn's daughter and are raising her correctly because Harley realized she couldn't raise her daughter. Yeah. How fucking, that's so deep and heartbreaking, but, like... Harley knew what was best for her daughter to be raised by, like, these two great parents. Like, it's just really, it's adorable and cute and heartbreaking all at the same time. But that's depth. Yeah. No one gives a shit about the Joker in this game. (laughs) Because you shouldn't even be there. It's just stupid. It's stupid. It really is. And I hate it. But on the bright side... Hellboy's going to be in this game. Yeah. Right now, I'm rereading. So I own volumes one through three of Hellboy, the library edition, which is the each one has the first two volumes of Hellboy in it of like Hellboy. If you were to buy just the regular trade graphic novel, it's the first two, but it's hard covered and bigger and pretty with a bunch of bonus content like original drawings by Mike Mignola and all that. And I just bought the third one. I haven't read it yet. So I'm rereading all of that. So I I sent Nick a Snapchat earlier this week. So one of the big complaints that a lot of people are having with Hellboy in the Injustice trailer is he catches the rocket with his right hand of doom and he uses the rocket to light a cigarette. And because fanboys are cancer, 
Just like <laughs> what Hellboy's lungs look like. <laughs> he, everyone is bitching that Hellboy doesn't smoke cigarettes. He smokes cigars. So I made a response to that by reading Hellboy <laughs> and finding a panel of him smoking a goddamn cigarette. Because he smokes fucking cigarettes. He smokes whatever he can. He doesn't give a shit. So I took a pan I took a picture of that panel and sent it to Nick. And I was like, eat it, fucking fanboys. It's like, and all that shit. It's like, wow, if you actually like take a few seconds and like look instead of just bitch. Yeah, because <laughs> because I'm a real fan and I know that he smokes cigarettes. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> so mad. And I just hate fandoms. I really do. And as much as I love Hellboy, I hate the Hellboy fandom. It's so edgy. So much edge. But it's Hellboy's just so funny. I need to read some Hellboy. You can borrow the volume one of my trade. I'm done with it. It's not light. I'm That's gonna fine. tell you that. But I finished volume one, I'm on volume two, and I haven't read volume three yet. If but borrow volume one, it's it's great. Like it's it's a fun story. It, Mike Magdala was super inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. Mm-hmm baby <laughs> so immediately josh gets a boner so immediately like my nipples are so hard you can cut diamonds on these bitches so he's super inspired so there's a lot of tentacles uh and then the characters that show up in it are great so you got hellboy who doesn't get an introduction in my opinion no he really doesn't you have abe sapien who's a fish man you got liz sherman who's a pyro sorcerer it's fucking cool. <laughs> and like the characters that show up as it goes on, you end up with like a homunculus, which like, do you even know what a homunculus is? No, but I feel like I've heard that name before. It's like a Jewish create, like a Jewish thing made out of like mud and blood. And like you spark life into it. Like it's made of clay. It's almost like made of clay, but it's called, it's made of mud. Mm. And like you could create life into it. And it's just like this mindless zombie. But like it's like super deep Jewish folklore, hmm. and that's what really sums it up. There's a lot of folklore. Like I was just reading this one uh, uh, that takes place in Ireland, where he's working with the little people or the Fae, mm. which is like super big in European folklore. And like one of the the things that one of these fairies talks to is Jenny Greenteeth, which is like deep cut folklore into. Like this sea hag that exists in this lake, and like he like he's like Jenny, my love, I need this. And then he's like, she's he's like Jenny Green Teeth, come here. I'm like, oh my god, Jenny Green Teeth, that's awesome. And then like another like really important character in Hellboy is the Baba Yaga, which I know you know about. Oh yeah, which is like deep cut Russian folklore. Yeah, and I love it. Like it's really like they deal with weird supernatural things that aren't like Bigfoot but, like, more folklore-driven. That's cool. Like, even when they, like, deal with, like, giant monsters in the woods, they never deal with Bigfoot. They deal with, like, a Wendigo, mm -hmm. which is so cool to me, and I love it. Like, it's just so well-planned and stuff. There's a lot of Nazis, too. A lot of Nazis. <laughs> Much Nazis. Many Nazis. Because, like, Hellboy himself was a Nazi creation. Ah, that's not even the right word. But, yeah, absolutely. I'll... Got it for you after this. Nope. But it's it's big, but it's a good read, and it's it's fun. It's just a real fun comic. And I'm trying to finish getting all Hellboy, because then I'm going to get all of BPRD, which is the spinoff comic for Hellboy. Mm. So basically, it's the Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense is who we worked for. Yep. It's all their missions without Hellboy. 
So I'm like, cool. I get to see other characters who work for the Bureau. But I've read some of BPRD before, but it's pretty solid. No, oh, I'm excited. So yeah, no, it's definitely a good read. And uh, there's another comic by Dark Horse that you might like called The Goon. Think 1920s Prohibition era America and just make it weird as shit. It's <laughs> like the goon runs like a street gang, which is fine and cool. But like one of the rival street gangs is just a voodoo doctor who summons zombies. And one of the goons like best friends is a werewolf and a giant spider and like a mad scientist. It doesn't have any rhyme or reason. It's outrageous. And it's great. Like, there's an entire story of this person raising ghosts from the bog over in the the street near where the goon is. Yep. Raising these ghosts of slaves. And, like, they're like, goon, how do we solve this? He's like, oh, I know how to do it. And then he unionizes them. Because it's 1920s Prohibition <laughs> America. He unionizes them. And then the person can't work with them anymore because they're unionized and they refuse to be slaves anymore. So they all go back to being dead. It's fucking awesome. It's fantastic. It's so great. It's like weird like history jokes that I really, really like. So, yeah, dude. Uh, the Goon's a great read, too. But read Hellboy first. Hellboy's a lot more fun. Yeah, I'll definitely read Hellboy. The goon's just a little bit outrageous. Is there anything else you want to touch upon? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really have anything else to touch upon other than the fact that I want to plug our social media once again. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that's Navi underscore Tales. So hit us up on that. Make us popular. Tell yeah. us you love us. Yeah. Tell your friends. You'll see pictures tell you, on. Tell stuff. your grandma. You'll see tweets, probably of memes. Uh, I'm going to just start posting shit on that Twitter. That's fine. I know. Uh, yeah, tell, you, tell your friends at school. Tell, you, tell your grandmas. Yeah, I'd love to see your grandma. I'm single. And then uh, other than that, next week we'll be back. I'm sorry, grandma. <laughs> next week we'll be back to our usual content of lore-driven podcasting. Uh, for once, we actually know what we're going to do next week because we didn't do it this week. Yeah, but we're not going to tell you. Oh, we're not? No. Okay. That's fine with me. It's a surprise. Yeah. A little cliffhanger. You come back. You come yeah. back now. But I, I'm i really excited about it. It's just, it's a deep, it's a deep one. Yeah, I am too, but it's a doozy. It's a doozy, but we'll do it. We've done worse. We did uh, Kingdom Hearts. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. So, well, we could do, we could do what we're doing, but. Uh, until then, uh, I'm Josh again. I'm Nick. And uh, we'll see you always. next time, huh? Pardon? You said Josh again, and I said I'm Nick always. Oh, you. Oh. <laughs> so cute. I know. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Love you. Shut up. God damn it, Mom. <laughs> Mom, do a podcast with my friends. <laughs> do a podcast with my friends. Yes, I want Tostina's pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza rolls, ma'am. The bagel pizzas. I can turn on the volume on the mic itself. That's not gonna do it. That's for listening. That's like oh, if yeah, you had right. headphones. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had the oh, headphones. Look at this motherfucker. Fuck, that's a sound. Oh, he ain't even dead. Christ. Let's not hit.
Jesus. You can see where the sound spikes are. Oh my it. god, the sound spikes. <laughs> I kind of want to play that back. <laughs> <laughs>